Howdy, boys and girls, and welcome to 12, week 12, week 12 of the college football season, um, week 12 of the Carly Crappy Show, and lucky 13, lucky number show 13 of, um, and I do how we, I, I'm not going to go back and explain how that worked, it just, it just did, and, and this is, this is where we are. Hi, guys. I goofed, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Hi, Carla. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, hi, AJ. Hi. Uh, our our Pac-12 After Dark correspondent joining us for the second straight week. Um, beers. Uh, I do not actually have a, an East End glass, although I have an East End beer. Um, guys who listen to the audio, you cannot see the beer, but you can't see through this. It's no. It looks like orange juice. No, it looks it's, like orange juice. My man is my man is drinking on that, uh, on, and it's not a screwdriver of any sort. Oh. A delicious, delicious Pennsylvania handshake. Still on tap at the brew pub and the tap room in the strip. If you happen to be in Pittsburgh, um, we have perhaps not the most quality filled week of college football that we've had this season, especially uh, compared with the last two weeks. Um, but we're gonna. So we're, we've we've figured out a way to to kind of to to make this interesting, and we will get to that in a second. But literally, um, we're, we're we're taping on Tuesday rather than Wednesday. So the rankings, newest rankings, uh, came out literally the in the half hour before we started this. Hot off the presses. It's hot, happening. Hot off the presses. Um, so I, and rather than um, and this can this sort of dovetails with what we learned last weekend, but um, the results of last weekend are uh, Bama's back at number one, Clemson uh, number two, Miami um, after just crushing Notre Dame mm. uh, is at number three, Oklahoma is at number four. Uh, next two out are Wisconsin at five and Auburn at six. Um, uh, you know, we, 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 there, there was, the games last weekend were so good. Um, and 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 uh, and so decisive and kind of uh, getting us to this point. Um, so, uh, guys, what do you what do you think about the rankings? How they did they uh, appear the way you expected them? Are there surprises here, Carla? Go, what do you what do you think? So, uh, you know, like you just said, these literally just came out. So I've had about thirty seconds to digest these. But yes, um, yes. But looking at what I'm seeing here, the the, the biggest surprise to me. Um, I'm not surprised, obviously, Bama 1, Clemson 2. I expected the committee to do that. I'm slightly surprised that Georgia fell out of the top four. I had this hunch that Georgia might have fallen to number four or maybe five. I wasn't expecting them to fall all the way to seven because they lost to a top four opponent, like, mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, a top ten opponent. So mm-hmm. that that's slightly surprising. Um, they're still within striking distance, obviously. Um, but the same thing that I talked about the first time these rankings came out, appears to be true again when you look at these rankings this is slightly hilarious because we're doing the transitive property of college football right who beat whom um (laughs) because if you look at this you have auburn at number six georgia at number seven because that's the way that game just went and notre dame right behind them at number eight because who is one of notre dame's losses to georgia right? right um ohio state is still sitting one above penn state and tcu is still sitting at number 12 one above oklahoma state at 13. so again this third week in a row that, that this who has beat who you know the the actual head-to-head matchups matter with this committee more so uh-huh. than any other committee we've had with the college football playoff um which is not a great thing for ohio state mm-hmm. other than the fact that they're gonna have to beat wisconsin mm-hmm. um oh, in sure. the big 10 title game to that was gonna be a necessity anyway but i i think with the way the committee is really re- is really valuing this head-to-head matchup, um, it's going to make some interesting shuffling. But I think the shuffling actually is a little bit tougher this year. But that's just 
an initial take. I, I don't have any quibbles really about the way that they ordered these teams. Okay. Um, so I, I'm good with it for now. Um, okay. but and we won't see much shift this week. I don't think at all. Um, because as we talked, this is this is baked goods week. Um, here on the lovely CNC show. So um, yeah, there's not going to be a lot we'll of shifting to, here this week. We'll, we'll get, get there. To, we'll get to that. Um, yeah. It, it, what do you think about the the rankings? Uh. I, is it wrong? I just don't think Clemson's a top four team. Maybe it's just me. I don't. I'm, I, I, I'm uh, and I'll, 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 I'll throw my two cents in a second. I, just, I, I think Clemson is is overranked at two. It, it's fine. Like I'd have them at like five. I just mm-hmm. don't think they're top. I don't think they're the number two team. I think they're getting some love based on last year, which doesn't the, translate to this year because you don't have Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, that will the two three situation between Clemson and Miami will sort itself out in the ACC right. title game. Right. Um, I would have liked to see Miami at two, but hey, who's counting? Uh, yeah, but I, I think part of this is the fact that the the uh, the college football playoff committee uh, has been on the internet before, and they know what happens when you don't rank people. Like, why is Auburn ranked behind Georgia? They just beat Georgia, and they don't want right. that at all. So they're just like, screw you, Georgia, you're seven, <laughs> Auburn, you're six, done. Like the internet, it takes a lot of work out of the process. Yeah, right. They, well, listen. There's when you have the the president of the greatest university in the history of all of education, the Robert cheers. Morris University. Cheers, go Bobby Mo. Go Bobby Mo. Um, yeah, he's gonna simplify everything, and he's just gonna say, "Hey, Auburn, you're six. Georgia, you're seven. We don't need to make this any harder than it needs to be." Stanford, uh, Condoleezza Rice was there. She went to Stanford. She was trying to make it all hard. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Get Chris Howard in there. He'll simplify this way on down for everybody. Thank you, Chris Howard. We appreciate your work. Thank you, um, thank you, President Howard. That's, but that's- yeah, I, here's the problem: this because this week is um, baked goods week, and, and uh, but but note as the Fact Twelve After Dark correspondent, I have to bring in here that it is also Pac Twelve Rivalry Week Part One. Yes. Um, yes. Pac Twelve, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know the rivalry week is next week. Go in with everybody else. And nobody's working. It's not like your games no, being on no. at ten thirty become a problem anymore. Just, <laughs> just have your rivalry games at the right time. Just do this. Do this for everybody instead of saying, "Oh, we're going to put USC." You see it? Like I know why they do this because they know that it's SEC SoCon week. So like Alabama's playing Mercer. Yes, I see yes. you, Nick Saban. Listen, SoCon is getting paid this week, so I'm I'm here for it. They're they're getting the AD, they're getting the athletic department funded for another 365 days at least off of this game. You're gonna go into Brad Denny, you're gonna get whomped by 40, and then the women's basketball team gets to take buses to games. Congratulations, Mercer, you got paid. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. No. You I can't, no, can't. no. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, after watching and and I got to I got to stay up and watch night games last Saturday because I was I was at work, so I had uh, Oklahoma on one TV and 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 Miami on the other, uh, just watching both of those beatings, and and I, I I thought briefly, particularly of Miami, it's like, well, how could you not could could you rank them number one? Could you make could they could the Hurricanes be the top team? In the in the um uh, in the, the this week's rankings, and I guess I, I eventually came back to earth a little bit. Came back to the 
to the, to the thing about uh, Alabama uh, should be number one until proven otherwise. Um, although I, I didn't, I didn't really feel uh, that Georgia was misplaced there. But I, I, I think I really, I, I was, I was struggling with that. I was struggling with Miami and Alabama and who should be in that top spot. Um, I, feel it, I feel something coming on my chest here, Crappy. I feel it on my chest here. The uh, South's got to get out. Bama ain't played nobody. They just haven't. Who has Bama played? There's a Bama Mercer. Has played, 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 Mercer. Bama they has have played an absolutely trash Florida State team yes. and knocked their quarterback out for the season, thus causing the trash. Um, and the best win of their season might be Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's. Uh, they haven't played anybody. Miami no. has beaten both Notre Dame and Georgia. Yes. yes. And uh, Virginia Tech. So And I, a number of other teams that are oh, – Virginia Tech's not ranked. Dang. Yeah. Sorry. I was, I was giving them way too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, but, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I, I, it's, that's, I, I could easily I – could, I could see Miami in that top spot. Um, I, could, I could see uh, – I, the 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 top four that I was thinking about on Saturday night uh, w- would have been um, Miami, Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, um, and and I still kind of think that would be the best reflection of where things stand now. Um, but I, I mean, at this stage, I think the right four teams are in the top four. Uh, my only quibble is the order. Um, if the playoffs so, happened right now, I'd be sad. Well, yeah, but there's because I don't want I don't want Oklahoma, Alabama, Clemson, Miami. I want I want my I want Alabama, Clemson, Miami, Oklahoma. I want I want it that way entirely because I want uh, I would rather see like a Miami, Clemson national title game or an Oklahoma, Miami, Mm -hmm. basically anybody but Bama. And then I'm just. I don't know. Right now, I'm not. I'm not pleased with this top four. I get why they're there. I'm just. Yeah, it's fine. If I'm a potential opponent, um, I, I know I'm. I'm a lot more worried about Miami than I am about Alabama. Alabama's uh, offense is I, nothing. Yeah, I'm. Well, Carly, am I, it could could Miami be the, the actually be the best team in the country at this point? I think there's enough hesitation with Miami. What we talked about last week, right before this Notre Dame game, this. The against Notre Dame was the first time that we were all really sold on the Miami offense, right? I mean, yeah. what did we say last week heading into that yes. game? We yes. wanted Miami to prove themselves that they could win a game not in the last two minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And so they did that against Notre Dame, which solved that. But there's still that question mark. And, yes, I know Alabama hasn't played anybody. But if you look at the roster of who Miami has played, it's slightly better. But they also haven't won as convincingly. Yeah, right. Okay. I mean, they've had to eke past it. So I, at this point, I'd have them like 1A, 1B. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would probably be happier with Miami at number two. Okay. Um, but at this point, Alabama has done what it's supposed to do. Right. It's playing inferior opponents, and it's winning games convincingly. Right. Last week against Oklahoma, or against Mississippi State, that's a tough environment to play in. They did what they had to do. They won the game. A lot of cowbell. A lot of cowbell. Way too a whole much lot of cowbell. Clam. Way, way too much cowbell. You had to watch that game on mute because it was intolerable even on television, right? So, so to me, Alabama is number one simply because they've done what they're supposed to do. They've won games by a substantial margin, games that they're supposed to win, and they went into a tough envi- road environment and and pulled a game out that you know they easily could have let slip away. Um, Miami did what it was supposed to do this week, but there's still enough question marks on that offense from, er, as the season has rolled on. They have the opportunity to correct that. 
you know, uh, the opportunity okay. is there. I think they're real. I think they're real close one two. That's me. Okay. Uh, before we get to um, the the games, the the, the feature games, um, I do want to let AJ. Um, he mentioned USC UCLA. That's it would be after dark here. So, but there's a, but a, he's he's got some he has some Pac-12 thoughts. AJ, it's uh it's rivalry rivalry week part one. If I can get that out. Wibbly wibbly. Wibbly. I always I, I always I spell that with W's every every wibbly, single year. Wibbly wibbly. It. It's wibbly wibbly week. Um, just it's no. Bobby boo. <laughs> um, I have children. It's fine. Um, there's a couple games this week that it's still, uh, still. you should watch. None of them are in the proper after dark slot, which makes me sad as a Pac-12 after dark watcher. Uh, I'm going to throw out there UCLA and Oregon, uh, or not UCLA and Oregon. What's happening here? The UCLA is directly above Oregon, or Oregon's directly above UCLA on my on my schedule here. So uh, UCLA at USC, Battle of Los Angeles. This game features a lot of talent, uh, even if both teams aren't necessarily great all the time. Uh, USC is 9-2 and two this year. Uh, they did lose to Wazoo, and I will not let you forget that because that game was fun as heck to watch. Um, UCLA has wildly underperformed, as is the case with all Jim Mora teams. So, um, yeah, I'm here for the slander. UCLA is not good. Josh Rosen is a good quarterback. Sam truth, Darnold's truth a good is, quarterback. Truth is a defense. The truth is, is, a, is an actual defense. I mean, for, for I'm sorry, UCLA. Level. you got five-star talent all over the field. You're still five and five. The five right. does not mean the number of wins you get. The five is the number of stars of the players on the field. Um, Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold are playing quarterback. Go watch that game because both of those dudes are going to be playing on Sunday soon. So I highly recommend watching you watch that game. One, and then of, those is, guys, one of those poor guys is going to get drafted by the Cleveland Browns. Which is, one, of those, one of those guys is getting drafted by the Browns. One of them is getting drafted by the Jets. So if you want to watch these dudes before they have trash around them, uh, <laughs> go ahead and watch what they were supposed to be in this game. Um, California is uh, – Cal's playing Stanford. This is the game. Uh, this is a very fun rivalry. If you haven't, I highly recommend going and looking up the various pranks that they have pulled on each other because this is truly what college football is supposed to be, pranks on opposite schools. Uh, both of these schools uh, are, are fairly good. I think Cal, Cal has had their moments this year, like mm -hmm. when they beat Wazoo 37-3 mm -hmm. for no reason in the middle of a five-game losing streak. <laughs> uh, that happened. <laughs> Like it wasn't even close. Like Wazoo looked like looked like hot garbage on that field that night, and there's no reason why Cal should have won that game. It was like Cal said today, defense, and they they had won that time. Uh, every other game they have not. Uh, but Cal and Stanford are playing. They're playing at Stanford. This game should be fun. Uh, it is at 8 p.m. on Fox. The UCLA USC game is your game of the week at 8 p.m. on ABC. Those are the two games you should watch. Scoreboard watch Utah Washington. If it's still close after two quarters, then stay up. But other than that, go to bed. Okay. Okay. Oh, also um, Arizona's playing Oregon, which means Khalil Tate's going for four hundred yards because Oregon oh, still doesn't have a defense. Yeah, that could yeah. be that could be interesting. Could I, be interesting. I will always I will always just stand for the uh the Arizona games just because you should be watching Khalil Tate. And if you're not watching Khalil Tate, I feel sorry for you. If you're bad, <laughs> you should feel bad. Well, Khalil Tate is incredible and you should watch it. Plus, I think he's only a sophomore. Which means we're going to get him again next year. Oh, I got time. I got time. Maybe we'll transfer to school. He's, he, I'm sorry. He is. On, he will. Pat, he will uh, uh, crest a thousand yards passing and a thousand yards rushing this week. Okay. 
Okay. And by the way, he missed the first four games of the season. Hmm. He's got twelve hundred yards and did not play or only played slightly in the first four games of the season. Outstanding. He is on an absolute tear, and you should watch him. <laughs> Can I just? I just want. Yeah. I need to do this because I, I saw this yes. earlier today. Yes. <clears throat> I would like to read you the long rushes from Khalil Tate in his past six games. Are you ready? Okay. Go. 75, 71, 76, 82, 54, 71. At some point, Khalil Tate gets the corner and he's gone. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I love watching Khalil I'm gonna, Tate. I'm going to have to stay up and watch one of these. And he's 5-1 and one in those games. Yeah. So yeah. That would, that would yeah. also be helpful. That'd watch be helpful. those games. Okay. Let's okay. continue. Thank you, AJ. Um, uh, Before we get to uh, our games, uh, everybody, uh, raise your glass, please. Glass raised. We would uh, like to toast um, to Alabama and Clemson, who are playing the the most embarrassing games of the weekend uh, mm. against Mercer and the Citadel. Embarrassing. It, it, it's it's it is absolutely true. AJ is correct. These teams, the the, the little guys, do this to get paid. Um, okay. Bless the Southern Conference. Um, D one team should not be playing D one AA teams. It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't happen. Um, I, I don't I don't care what the NCAA says. Uh, about uh, you know trying to tell us that one AA teams are now Division One teams, but just with a different subdivision, it, it should not happen, and it especially should not happen in November. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ohio State fan who gets to watch an Illinois game this weekend. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm playing a team in my conference, and my team, my school does not play one AA schools ever recently, ever. Now that was uh, there were the, the previous the previous head coach because of his uh, previous affiliation um, set us up with, uh, with two games against Youngstown State, and uh, when those games were over, that was that was it. The there is actually a stated policy at the Ohio State University. Um, that going to happen again? Yeah, they had they had to stop that because they got Rutgers and Maryland every year now. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> Vanderbilt in Tennessee, and I, yeah, I, every every single time somebody's like, "Oh, you, gotta, you guys get to play Rutgers every year," I'm like, "Haha, you have Kentucky and Bandy's. Calm down, SEC." <laughs> um, well, as I mentioned before, we don't have the same kind of quality that we have uh, we've had for the last couple of weeks, so we're going to look at a few games that are not quite cupcake level, as uh, mm-hmm. is, 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 you know, the Mercer and Citadel games are going to be. Um, but but uh, games that, that are apparent mismatches that that could result in upsets. Um, at least we're we're sort of hoping at this stage. Carla, you're going to start us off um, with a, a Navy at uh, number eight Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame is favored by seventeen and a half points. What do you think? Yeah, and if you look at the the predictor on ESPN, that like Notre Dame has like a ninety six percent chance of winning this game. So why the heck did probably... I? Yeah. I mean, so why the heck did I say scroll past this game today and go, huh, interesting. Um, so you have a Notre Dame team that's reeling, right? I mean, they had the playoffs sitting right in their hands. All they had to do was win. Same, you know, same concept. All they had to do was win. They didn't. They got crushed by Miami. And so you have to wonder where the mentality of this team is right now because they had a chance to play off. Now there's really no route for them. There's no opportunity for them to get back into the playoff at this point. Um, so you have to kind of wonder where they're – where their mentality is going against this, the, here we go with this Navy triple option, right? right. Um, and and this was this is a Notre Dame defense that couldn't stop the Miami offense, which was an offense that we had. We just talked about this. We had questions about it heading into the game against Notre Dame. You have to wonder with with a week morally yeah. deflated after that loss, 
is Notre Dame going to be ready to face this triple option? You know, something they don't play Georgia Tech. This is this is their only chance at this style of play. And hey, Navy likes to play upset all the time. Like that's mm -hmm. their role. They, they've done this for the last several years. They've got a good system there. They lost three in a row, but they snapped that last week with a win, a, a nice win over SMU. Um, so is this, do I think Navy is going to win this game? I don't, I, I don't put a lot of weight in it. But they're playing at home against this Notre Dame team. It, it could be a trap game for Notre Dame. Um, it wouldn't stun me if this game was close early on. Um, this is one that I would keep your eye on and, and keep an eye on that score to see how Notre Dame really responds in those first couple of quarters to see um, this this potentially could be a, a shocking upset. The, 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 the triple option thing is something that um, you, you can't emphasize enough. I mean, I got to see Army in person this year, and that's that's not even the best of the Surface Academy triple options that Navy, Navy right. has that. Um, but it's just, you know, you spend, especially like the first half, um, is kind of holding your breath as a fan. It's like, oh, oh God, because you can't you, you can't adequately prepare for it if you don't play it every single right. year. Well, and, ask, and, ask Virginia Tech, yeah. right? Virginia yeah. Tech this week, everybody was on the Virginia Tech bandwagon, and then they went they they lost at Georgia Tech. Same mm -hmm. offense, triple option. You mm -hmm. can't sleep on the triple option offense. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, that's a, that that's it is an interesting matchup. Um, AJ has a a, a, a nice. A matchup that one that I might not have have paid attention to otherwise, which is why I'm intrigued with this. Uh, SMU at uh, number 21, Memphis. Yes, um, Memphis is favored by 12 and a half. That's the tightest of the uh, point spreads of the three games we're talking about. And you said the over unders in the would be in the 70s, right? Yeah. Well, okay. uh, here's the thing. I'm always here for pointsy football. I we've, we've noticed. I'm, we've noticed. Nobody's this. nobody's noticed this sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm usually here for pointsy football, and the main reason for that is because it's fun. But the the other piece of this is is that SMU is not a bad team. By the way, the official over under that I'm reading is seventy five and a half. Okay, that's All right. That's so that's a good brisk. One. It's brisk. So. Um, Currently, current the current line is Memphis by thirteen. Okay. Um, here, here's why I've, I chose this game. SMU is not a bad football team, not, not in the slightest. But they are still rebuilding. They're still trying to get back to where they were. They have four losses on the year this year. Let me read them to you. TCU they lost by twenty. Houston lost by math is hard thirteen. Okay. Their last two games, they lost by three to Navy and seven to current number eighteen or current number yeah current number eighteen UCF. Mm -hmm. They are not a bad football team. They're fully capable of keeping up with very very good teams. Uh, Memphis is a very good team. This is a nooner, which means that weird things can happen in the AAC. It's true. Uh, and I I could see this one being a lot closer. Uh, then and, and potentially be an upset, and this would be a nice signature win for Chad Morris and SMU, who are trying to get this program back on track. They are going bowling this year for the first time in like twenty years, I think. Mm -hmm. So they're six and four. They have a chance to go if they win. They have a chance to go eight and four, which would be huge for a team that went like two and ten not that long ago. Um, 
So I would I would recommend watching this game mostly because it's probably going to be pointsy. It's at noon, so you don't have to stay up late. See, I I come back around and help you. Score. Um, yeah, don't sleep on the Stangs. They will jump up and get you. Um, plus, Memphis is a super fun team to watch. Also, in regards to the Navy game, uh, Carla, mm-hmm. uh, I have a I have a a coworker who is a heavy Notre Dame fan, which is just hilarious. Hi, Bob. If you ever watch this. Um, <laughs> Like he went, I think he went to the Notre Dame, or he was trying to go to the Notre Dame Georgia game this year. He didn't end up going. But anyways, he, uh, I asked him. I was like, "Oh, hey, it's Navy week," and he went, "Oh no, oh god, I don't want to <laughs> yep. play Navy. I don't ever want to play Navy. And they have to play this stupid team every year because it's like the '40s or something." And I'm like, and I'm just playing him the Notre Dame theme song, just anything from Big Band era. Uh, but it's you're welcome um they play navy every year and every year he just gets just tight about this game regardless and oh by the way notre dame fans what comes after navy it's bryce love and stanford Uh you get to chase navy all over the field and then go across the country and chase bryce love yep good luck (laughs) we're all counting on you here, can I can I can I turn the tables here and throw throw the yes. fun fact that I found out about SMU? Dude, I've, I've, been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Yeah, yes. we, this is a, this, she teased this fact before we got on the. Air, I did so tease I'm the fact because I love nothing more than ridiculing uh, Tennessee fans, and the starting quarterback at the University of Memphis is none other than Riley Ferguson, who transferred from the University of Tennessee back in 2014, who now has his Memphis Tigers at eight and one. And um, yeah, we know what Tennessee is this year. So um, go balls! <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the head coaching ranks, uh, Coach Flintstone. We, it's, it's hey, I'm sorry. Welcome back to the head coaching ranks. Oh, Coach Flintstone! Dang, I was gonna go over the Brady Hoke joke too. Oh, hey guys! <sighs> I have that ready. Hockey I've, top now. <laughs> I, I have that. I have. I have this ready. It's just a conditioning thing. Is it just me or is I, I was gonna get uh, screwed? I'm gonna do this. Is it just me or is Brady Hoke just Chris Christie with a with a polo on? Tough, tough to argue. Tough to argue. Can't, can't do it. Um, the game that I was looking at, and Carla, I could almost repeat verbatim what you said about about Navy and Notre Dame um, minus. The, uh, minus the triple option. Uh, Kentucky at Georgia. And, I, of course, I picked the game of the three that we're talking about, the one with the most ridiculous point spread, 21.5. And that's I, – I, yes, I, I, I get that. But this is not – this is not your your you know your father's uh, uh, Kentucky football team. They're 7-3 they're overall. Ask Tennessee. Uh, ask Tennessee. Ten, the folks in Ten, they've won a Tennessee state championship this year, um, beating, beating both the Vols and, and Vandy. 4-3 uh, and three in the conference. Uh, again, it's respectable stuff. Um, so the, the thing, the, the thing that's in play, the, there are two things in play here. Um, Georgia, uh, could be of a similar mindset to Notre Dame because they were the, they were one of the other teams that, that cut, that got spanked sort of out of nowhere last week. Um, mm-hmm. in, in their case by Auburn. Um, I, I know it after I'd listen to Ohio State's head coaches or assistant coaches after uh, the loss to Iowa, you know, the thing that they said is like, we have to be sure that Iowa doesn't beat us twice, um, which was, a, you know, that's a possibility going in a, a game against a, a you know, tough game against Michigan State. That's the kind of thing that can happen in these games. Can does Auburn beat Georgia again this week, um, right. even though it's not Auburn on the field, but um, the Kentucky team that may be better than, than you might expect. 
the other thing, the other thing, this is interesting. Um, you know, you, you look at, at the game against Auburn last weekend, Auburn really forced Georgia to, to try to uh, come up with a more balanced offense than, than they would be, than they would, that they would be comfortable with. Um, Georgia wants to run the football. Um, Auburn's, Rush defense, if we're talking about yards per game, Auburn's rush defense is 16th in the country. You know who has the 19th best rush defense in the country in the same measure? Kentucky. Kentucky. I think overall we're talking about different levels of competition. Certainly I'd I'd be willing to stipulate that, but um, that's a solid rush defense. And, you know, if, if Kentucky can score just a little bit, and slow down Georgia and and try to you know force them into situations like they, they had to deal with a week ago, um, and the and the Bulldogs are like oh man here we go again, uh, then maybe this game comes a little bit closer than than you might think. Yeah. I guess. I don't think Georgia loses this game. Probably not. Probably not. I th- I don't I don't think it's close either. I think this is this is where Kentucky or Georgia goes. Oh, Sony Michelle, that guy, right? And then he runs for two hundred yards. That's what this game feels like. This feels like the we got to whoop. We're we're gonna take on our anger on somebody, and it's a team we normally beat the crap out of. Now, does Kentucky have a better defense than they normally do? Sure, but. I, I think this is the week. They are currently 76 in the S&P Plus. Uh, their defense is currently overall. Where's their defensive stats? They're currently, uh, oh, yeah, 129th in standard downs run rate. That's bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not a, I'm not the best at reading numbers, but 129th out of 130-something is not good. Um Maybe it's just me. So, uh, <laughs> math is hard. <laughs> math is kind of hard sometimes. Uh, no, I, I really do think though that they 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 have the possibility to potentially shut down Georgia like a little bit, but I still think Georgia goes nuts here. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, for me, it really depends on how Georgia responds. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think they're fully capable of blowing out Kentucky in this game. Um, but if Kentucky keeps it close in that first quarter, like you're saying, you know, is is Auburn going to beat them twice? You know, it, I I think that's a legitimate concern of the mindset, and this is the first time that Mark Richt is kind of, or yeah, yeah, not Mark Richt, um, yeah, it's, it's Kirby Smart. Yes. See, it's, yes. I, I'm still living in, to, in 2015 here. Um, <laughs> this is the first time that Kirby Smart has had a team in this situation, right? That you know, that bringing them in and. And, and after a loss like this and getting the mentality reset within his team to go in and beat a team that they should beat. Um, are they capable of doing that? Absolutely they are. But if Kentucky keeps it close, you know, in, in the first quarter or it's close even heading into the half, you, you got to give one heck of a pep talk to make sure that the team closes it out. I, I think, I think you're right. I think Georgia wins. Um, but I, it wouldn't stun me if this got close and there was some nail biting happening in Athens. Okay. Okay. Um, we, there, we, we have one legit game to talk about rather than trying to figure out who might get upset and, and what games might be close. Um, we can, we can talk about, uh, number 24, Michigan at number five, Wisconsin. Um, this is, a Wisconsin is, uh, getting beat up a little bit for having a, a weak strength of schedule. Um, Michigan is getting beat up a little bit because they're not as good as they appeared to be. Um, 
but uh, this is this is a game that uh, that both teams kind of need to win to head into the into the last part of the, the last weekend of the of the Big Ten season. Uh, Carla, what do you think about this one? Yeah, this is this is what I, I a huge part of me really wants to pick Michigan to win this game. Um, but then I went and looked at the stats, right? And and we're still not totally sold on the Michigan offense. We talked about that after the Penn State game that, you know, the Michigan offense was just totally shut down. Now, the last three weeks, they've put up an average of about 34 points per game against Rutgers, Minnesota, and Maryland, right? So it's, yes, they figured out the offense, but against inferior defenses, they're going up against the number one statistically total defense in the country in Wisconsin and a team that has averaged 36 points per game. Mm -hmm. um, so just those two things say Wisconsin wins this game. Here's the hesitation on, on the Wisconsin side. It's the same thing that we talked about last week with Georgia and Auburn. We, we had this, this conversation about Georgia yeah. last week that Georgia has not faced a defense like Auburn's. And we saw the difference that that made in the game last week. Um, the same exact thing can be said about Wisconsin. Wisconsin has not faced a defense like Michigan's this entire season. Michigan is ranked number three in total defense. Um, ask Georgia how well it goes against playing a, a defense that's tougher than anything you've faced all year. Right? <laughs> so, so there is some hesitation there, but th the reason why I'm still going to go Wisconsin in this game is because I'm not sure that Michigan can score enough points on that defense to be able to win the game. That's that's my hesitation. Um, other otherwise, you know, I, I would say, well, maybe Michigan can actually win this game. That and it's being played at Camp Randall. Um, I don't care what time of day it is. Um, Camp Randall is a tough place to play football. Um, so I, I think I think Wisconsin finds a way to win this game. But this is going to be an interesting battle between these two defenses to really see how it all kind of plays out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, I, I, AJ, what, what do you think about this one? Um, I think the uh, I, I, I hmm. this is in Camp Randall, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah it, it, this is going to be tough for them for Michigan to actually do much of anything here. Michigan has not shown much of an offense. I mean, even though they have showed a little bit of an offense in the last few weeks because they've been playing not great, not great competition. Um, Wisconsin and Camp Randall is not the place you go to find that out after playing Rutgers. <laughs> so true. I, I don't do that. So um, yeah, I, I mean, this is probably the game of the week in terms of like ranked on ranked and brand on brand. Um, I think that the playoff committee will give Wisconsin a little bit of a nudge for playing Michigan. Um, but again, this is one of those, like, this is one of those draw games where it's like, Oh, Hey, you drew Wisconsin draws Michigan. And they don't really have a choice in the matter. It's not like they went out and scheduled Michigan. Mm -hmm. um, right. Plus the game is at noon on Fox. Like it's, it's, it's very much like the, the TV gods have very much scheduled a lot of these games to happen so that there's at least something on at noon and something on at 3.30. Although, what is on at 3.30? Oh, the window of opportunity is so big this weekend, you guys. <laughs> so big. <laughs> Do you want to paint your windows? 3.30. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will be I will be watching live football at three thirty after after a, a tailgate party of several hours. Um, I, I, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, this, this is this game is a um, this this game is is probably the best one this week. I don't see Michigan really doing much here. I think Wisconsin pretty much goes out and lets Jonathan Taylor go nuts, um, and they just run all over Michigan. Okay, and Michigan is still kind of got like look at the little look ahead spot here mm-hmm. where hey it's it's, mm-hmm. it's Ohio State week next week so maybe we don't maybe we you know they don't overlook Wisconsin but they kind of are like still kind of looking forward to Ohio State week next week so um i that's uh th- that could be something that would be a product of of uh, uh, uh Harbaugh and uh his understanding of of what next week games it means but i it yeah, I, I, I th- this is this is an important. This is a really important game for Wisconsin. Um, if, if if Wisconsin has hopes of, of breaking into the top four, um, they they have uh, they they have this game, which has turned out to be against a ranked opponent, um, and that's really really helpful. Um, last week they had a, a game a win against a ranked opponent, also helpful. Minnesota. Not going to be a ranked opponent, uh, but they can, you know, they can still finish up strong and then, you know, get uh, get somebody. Um, I'm hopeful it is it is my team uh, in the in the uh, Big Ten title game. Um, it, it means more to Wisconsin. I'm still, I mean, Michigan has gotten better, um, kind of in the same way that Ohio State got better against UNLV and Maryland and Rutgers. Um, you know, Michigan's done it with uh, with Rutgers and Minnesota and Maryland, kind of the same teams in a different order. Um, but they still have the, – the, the, the offense is better marginally. John O'Corden seems to be the guy, um, but I, I, I don't – it's just it's just a question of scoring. Um, uh, yeah. Wisconsin's offense is – is, you know, you don't you don't have to score a lot against Michigan. I think the over or under on this is I was just looking. It's uh, forty or forty one yeah. points. So you know you don't have to score a lot, um, and and that's fine because so know, your window possible. of opportunity is now seven p.m. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> don't watch that game. <laughs> the over under is forty. Oh, uh, this is this, this Big Ten football. This is um yep. this is the games that we love to watch. Uh, and it's it's um, uh, but it was I see Wisconsin. Uh, winning this one pretty, uh, not pretty easily. It's it's a it's going to be an ugly, slow, beat each other to death game. But uh, the Badgers will win this, um, and Michigan will get set to uh, to host my team next week. Guys, I have one more question. Okay, I have one more question. Um, can my Columbus crew? And what what might be their last season in Columbus? Can they beat Toronto in the first leg of the uh, Eastern Conference semifinals on Tuesday? A game that I might go to. Carla, you can just say yes if you don't have any idea. Toronto is a lovely city, but I happen to spend more time in Columbus, so okay. um, yes, they win. Okay, AJ. Uh, let me go look at the advanced statistics. Don't, don't, here. don't even look at it. No, and no. Then don't there look. is a. Just say yes. Just say yes. Wait, Columbus has Ola Kamara? Yeah. 
Yeah, Columbus by five. I don't Sweet. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but five, that would be awesome. That would be awesome because it's the first leg, and if we got if we get if we're at four or five goals, series is pretty much over before we even have to play a game at Toronto. Um, guys, thank you very much uh, for joining us for this week's Carly Crappy Show. Um, AJ, thank you. No problem. Uh, Carla, great to talk to you as always. Down in Nashville. Yep. Thanks as always. Talk to you next week for Wival We Week. Wival We Week. Wival We Week is just a week away. A week, uh, and we're we going to talk about all of the like pings. Baba Wawas. Um, in the meantime, do your best to enjoy this week's games, and we'll see you then. Thanks, guys.